first. <laughs> yeah, first. Jim Nance. Fuck yeah, you. that was all me, baby. All time Nance. Welcome to episode twenty four of Sports Banter with Mr. Peanut and PB the Polar Bear. PB, <laughs> courtesy of Doc, you got a little nickname. That's to your, right. Uh, you know, what's my nickname? To your Bugs? brand. What's my nickname? Bugs? Bugs was a very specific nickname. That's right. That made but... more sense after like three cocktails. <laughs> but. <laughs> Oh, that I don't night even, you guys were going, oh, yeah. Boo Bugsy! <laughs> Bugsy boy! You were in my phone, as Bugs McCarl for a while. Oh. And then it kind of wore down. I was like, you know, it's... it's Bugs, right. Bugs ain't it anymore. <laughs> but you know, what is it? The Padres... Segway City. Seven game win streak. Oh, man. And so we got a lot to digest here. There's a lot to unpack. I, yeah, I mean, the Red series was Yeah, so crazy. let's start there because... That's that was the reopening of mm-hmm. uh, you know full capacity. You were and there. I was there with my family, and I'll say I'll, I'll say this. I tell you this. So excited to be back! Like just like that whole day, I was fired up, man. Fired up to be back at a full capacity game, um, and I knew it was gonna make a huge difference for the team too. So yeah. just all these things are going on in my head. I'm like downtown's gonna be fun too, and. Just, you know, it had been forever since mm-hmm. I'd been mm-hmm. in that, there's a million people around yeah. vibe. Yeah, no, so I So, we got into the stadium, and I'm, like, going down the seats. I was down the third baseline, um, maybe, like, 15 rows up, on like, in alignment with the left fielder. Mm-hmm. And I get to my seat, like, maybe 30 minutes before the ceremony begins. Yeah. And, I mean... You're looking around like, shit, man. I haven't felt this. I haven't seen this in so long. I don't know if you felt the same way when you went during the Dodgers series, but... So, how I felt during the Dodgers... It's kind of nice because we got Red Series and we got Dodgers right. Series. It's kind of nice we both get a little of that experience. Yeah, right. Um, one thing I did notice, and I don't know if you noticed this. I know you were there before the game prior. Is how many people were there prior to game start? Yeah. I mean, years of old, it would Energy. be... Energy. Yeah, but years of old, it'd be, you know, you casually get into the game. Yeah, it's a trickle Exactly. Do you want to watch batting practice? Do you not want to watch batting practice? I mean... Do you want to stay at the bar and, like, we'll go into inning two? Not the Downings, not the McArdles, but... No. People, some people are like No, that. and I, I felt that with the Dodgers series. Again, it's the Dodgers, it's not the Reds, but the Reds had that same kind of, kind of hype with it being, you know, opening day number two, if right. you will. And... The electricity was, it, 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 I was walking in, I'm at lost words, yeah. but I was walking in and I was with uh, Vanessa and I told Vanessa, I go, man, there's a lot of Dodger fans here. Mm-hmm. But then when I got into the stadium and I sat down, I go, all there's right. a lot of brown here. Yeah. All right. right. We're okay. There's a lot We're of Padre okay. brown here. Yeah. You know? And, and more than, definitely more than uh, years past too. Yeah. I mean, I mean we had a 40, before it was probably capacity. 70, I mean, 30 Dodger <laughs> fans. This time, it certainly on TV felt like it was 50-50. Yeah, and I, I even felt that driving down to the game. I mean, we drove down to downtown, and I'm driving down, and I'm seeing all these Dodger fans, and some ladies... Instantly like, gets you going, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, some ladies, like, <laughs> hanging out of her car, like, looking at traffic. I'm fucking laying on it, and come to find out, she's a Dodger fan, and I feel right. even better. Well, that's, yeah, that's... Now you're going tenfold. And what made it worse, it was a Dodger maybe some, fan. Maybe some car banter? It was... Yeah. You know what it was? It was... <laughs> she was from Arizona, and she was oh. a Dodger fan. So, yeah. 
you two strikes be, against yeah, you against should be her. jailed and throw away the key. But um, so going back to the reopening day of the actual game. Yes. Um. So like I said, like the, the energy's there. They had the big flag out. Um, flyover. You know, it was just it felt the flyover. Good. Yeah, it felt. Oh, I didn't it know felt that. Great That's to cool. be back, man. Um, plus it's the Reds, who's such like a neutral oh, team that. that it was, you know, 95% Padre fans. But as the Downing's luck go, we sat directly next to this like family of seven. That's all Reds fans. Oh, Great right. family. However, it was like young kids and, uh, you know, mom and dad. So it was like a little vacation thing, but I, I just thought that was funny. It was like, of course mm-hmm. we're next to like the only Reds fans here. But, uh, um, that's how it was for the Dodger game. It was, it was actually split for us. We had all yeah. Padre fans to my right, and then to the left was just this yeah, virus of Dodger fans. <laughs> virus. Next to us, yes. Um, so, the Padres, they're facing Wade Miley's. At, he has already thrown a no-hitter this year. Uh, pitched very well. Uh, they had no hits mm-hmm. going into the sixth. So, this play, you know, it's 0-0. Musgrove's pitching well, too. Place is ready to just, like, we need something to happen so we can yeah. go nuts, you know? And then Tatis came up and hit the solo shot, which was a moon shot. And literally, he hits it, and then everyone stands up. You're just kind of watching, like, uh, uh. Oh, it's going. Yeah! <laughs> oh, it goes wild. Oh, man. Um, you know, high five and everybody. Everybody's on the same freaking team in yeah. that stadium. It's so awesome. So they go up 1 0. Uh, great game, great energy. Beers are flowing. Um,. So then we get in the ninth, and it's 2-0 Padres. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're a Padre fan, you probably remember how the game went. But the Reds come all the way back. They score four mm-hmm. on Melanson. So then I'm sitting there like, and this is off of our losing streak versus the Rockies. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're in bad shape. So I'm sitting there after Tough all this excitement. Padres. Yeah, and I'm going, shit, like this could be a really bad turning point because this energy has – like there couldn't be better positive energy in the Understood, yeah. in the stadium for the team, so like if we're gonna be ahead the whole game and then blow in the final inning, mm-hmm. like that's not good, you no. know, not good momentum going forward. Bad juju. So then the bottom of the ninth happens, and we got a dude on, or I think Machado drew a walk, and then Hosmer comes up, rips a two run homer, yep. place goes bananas. Now we're right back in it. That's right, damn it. Um. And then, you know, the Caratini walk-off bomb versus if we, you know, go back to uh, my top five most hated pitchers list, Amir Garrett. Oh, shit. He was the pitcher who gives up the walk-off bomb. Didn't even recognize that. And, I mean, Caratini, I love the guy so much. And you knew it right off the bat. I was like, that's gone. And you're just watching that. uh, It felt like a movie, like slow motion, all the cliches. Um, and literally, so, it, you know, it becomes a home run, the, you know, lights are going, whatever. People are just screaming, high-fiving. Such a great Padres yeah. moment of we're freaking back, and we won the game in dramatic fashion. Didn't have to be, but it made it so much better. And so, you know, the home run, they celebrate the home play, we're all stoked. And then 10 minutes go by, and everyone's still just standing up, cheering, and I'm, I'm standing there like, I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> I don't want to leave Turn this the place. lights off. <laughs> and then they already had a fireworks show planned for, like, the reopening. So everyone's standing up cheering just based on what happened. And then the fireworks started. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> now we got fireworks. Overstimulated, if you will. 
It was unbelievable. The ne- I it was euphoric. I think that was the best, and I'm not you know, uh, embellishing. It was the best Padre game I've ever witnessed firsthand. It was just you know maybe because of COVID it was, but the way it went down and the energy and just being back and the way the game went and then that started the chain of events of what we'll get into right now, but unbelievable experience That's, as a fan. The fact that you've said that, you know, it shows how much our our team has changed. Uh-huh. And also and our, fan base. Exactly. I was just about yeah. to say, and also our city and our fan base has changed our views on the Padres. And we're, we are, you know, what did they do for San Diego State? All in. Like, we're all yeah. in for right. the Padres. And, you know, as we segue into the Dodger series, I, I will have to say one of – I've had a lot of baseball game experiences, and the Dodger game for me was an exceptional feeling as a fan. I mean, you know, walking in. Where, I mean, you're saying the exact same things that I was feeling as I was walking into the game. I'm walking yeah. in. I'm with. I'm with, you know, people from work. I'm excited to be there. There, they haven't been to a game in three or four years, so they they know the difference. And, you know, the guy I was with, Jeff, he even said like, "There's a shit ton of people here." Yeah. And well, just jumping on real quick, the three like not being from a game for three years, like that's a completely different era of fan and team. Yes. That's out there compared to now. Exactly. So that makes, you know, it transcends the effect. And even Jeff was saying, and I know I'm kind of getting kind of sidetracked with this, but it pulls into what we're talking about. Jeff, Jeff said, hey, that was awesome. And the last game I went to, which was two or three years ago, was nothing like this. Right. And for me, as a diehard Padre fan, that one made me feel great. And two, it's like... It's reinforcing what you and I and a lot of diehard Padre fans have been talking about is this city has changed its mm-hmm. view on our baseball team. Right. And again, the Dodger series, we walked in. I, you know, I didn't get any fireworks or anything. Oh, no, we did. When Kim, <laughs> the games was fireworks. <laughs> the game was a firework. But when Kim rocked his yeah, home I mean, run yeah. off the bench, I mean, unbelievable. That you said it was that was your best game experience with. Mm-hmm. You know, as a Caratini's walk off, right? Exactly. For me, it was Kim's because this guy walks up. I can't remember what inning it was. The eighth, I think. Yeah. Or, no, it wasn't. It was well, earlier, okay. maybe fourth yeah. or fifth. Um, Kershaw is up. You know, look, Clayton's a great pitcher, but. On your list? I think he's he number one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as a dick, as my hated pitcher. Right. <laughs> um, you know, he's gotten, he's got nasty stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Kim walks up, takes a ball, maybe a strike. His second, his second pitch, he about falls out of his shoes. Yeah. His helmet I falls off. His helmet, he and looked, then looked, all of a sudden, looked like he didn't belong, dude. Yeah. He rakes a magnificent home run and to take the lead, dude. The whole stadium yeah. erupted, yeah, and then fireworks shot off, yeah. And I, I mean, it just shows. I don't no, know. We're, no, no, I know exactly. You don't know. Like, none of us know because we're all in. Yeah. It's June, and like you said, the home run happens, and it's a, this eruption of I was high-fiving joy, people yeah. all around me. And there was a baby going, Yeah, That's what's up. I mean, 
like you said, that at bat and the whole series, you know, it was yeah, I'm very pointing the middle game. And you know, home runs. We're hitting home runs. You know, Machado, Cronenworth goes hits three home runs in three games. Yeah. Um, we just played really well, and the energy and Man. the intensity, like we we were three and a half games behind the Dodgers to start that series, and we end up sweeping the Dodgers, which first time since twenty thirteen. Um, it was like we just rose to the occasion, and us fans know how important that series was yeah. to the team, to the city, to us. And yeah, it's fucking June, which Dodger fans will be the first ones to be like, "Oh yeah, we got swept," but it was in June, like as if that's like not bad or something. Like I don't know, we got swept by the Rockies. I was pretty pissed about it. The Dodgers fans apparently like you get swept, and you know we're we're clowns for celebrating you getting swept, like. So it's, that's a it, sidetrack, but for me, <laughs> no, it's not a sidetrack, but because for me, it's like, fuck that. It's like we're here to win the game. Aren't and you? also too, we're <laughs> excited that we're winning. Right. No, we're you know, fuck you guys. Like you guys are having, yeah. yeah, but also too, like, I'll be, I'll be honest. Look at Dodgers versus Padres. Yes. The Dodgers have definitely had a, a more successful teams mm-hmm. in recent years. Yeah. We have no not question. exactly. As fans, as diehard Padre fans, we have not, especially our age, yeah. we have not had shit. a successful baseball team that also has connected so yeah. much with our city. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that, you know, talk about, like, regrowth and rebranding. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm at a loss for words. No, it's, because it's, I guess if you're a Dodger fan, like, you don't understand what that it means. It feels like. You know? Yeah. Because I'm watching the game last night when everything's going on, and I'm like, this city is just, like you're saying, we're all in on this shit. And we've been talking about this since day one. At, but it continues to grow. Exactly. And someone that's a Chicago fan who's got right. deep roots in Chicago and the Cubs and things like that, you know, you we, as a Cubs fan, and, you're, mm-hmm. and Doc can, you know, yeah. I wish he was here to kind of back me up on this, but you'd back, you know, yeah. it's a kind no, of I know what you're but gonna say. you know what I'm going to say is you love that team so much. You go through, we talked about it last episode with your dad. You go through the, the lows and the highs with the exactly. team. But our, see, our team has been in such a constant, just neutral position. Mm-hmm. We've been seeking this success. Or even low, low position. Exactly. We've been seeking this success. And now exactly. we're being we're we are we have come we have waited we have fucking waited and <laughs> Too we fucking long. exactly and we deserve this yeah so why the fuck are we not going to celebrate it see oh, Dodgers yeah. you're spoiled you little fuckers yeah we're we're not okay we're the little brother that's like fuck I would love yeah, to have that exactly. and you know what now we do and now and we're here the Dodgers fucking suck I don't know what else to tell yeah. you so first and you know love what you said there because it is the true fan if you're a true fan. Um, I guess if you're a Dodger fan, your thing is like, oh, we'll just wait till October. Like, then don't go to the game. Then. Yeah. Like, that's your mentality, number one. But if you're saying, you know, the Chicago mentality, our mentality, you go through the entire season and then all these different wins, losses, whatever streaks, it all means different things as you're growing toward the ultimate goal. I completely agree. So, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to celebrate the, yeah. the sweep on the Dodgers in the in June and like... I think it's hilarious that Dodger fans think they're so, like, high and mighty to where you get swept and, like, 
the Padre fans are the joke. It's like you just lost three games. Yeah. What I saw. What some, are you talking about? I saw some things, and you you may have you may have seen it as well. Like it's hilarious. Do, uh, Padre fans are gonna you know have a parade for beating the right. Dodgers. It's yeah, like, that's exactly what I'm talking fuck about. Fuck yeah, I'd love to have a parade. Yeah, it's like sure, why yeah. not? It's like, are we wrong for that? No. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking so, about? So, so we I get the argument is, is you're upset that we're happy that our team won. How the fuck right. does that work? Like, but this is sports, by the way. Exactly. This is sports. There's a winner. There's a loser. Yeah. And if you don't care about those two things, then get the fuck out. Yeah. As PB would say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. Uh, so this guy tweeted, "Ladies and gentlemen, the San Diego Padres have just won the World Series. So happy for their fans. Look, they're all so happy. So." I had to chime in. I said, how salty are you at 10.44 p.m. to get on your phone and tweet your frustrations? Which is like some broom emojis. <laughs> it's like, see, it's like you act like you don't care, but yet you're on your phone at, on your bed like, oh, these fucking Padre fans. You know what that is? So it's like, you do care. Yeah. Yeah, that's like it. <laughs> I, so that's like an East Coast thing, like with sports radio, where the guy's waiting for the sports radio to come on, and he's like, "Oh, I have written up like exactly what I'm gonna fucking say." Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> it's like that that guy, whoever whoever. Yeah, I don't that, know who the hell he was. That is that type of fan, yeah. and it's like, Jesus, dude, I shut mean, up. like you're on your phone tweeting, so you care. Yeah, obviously you, you care. obviously care. Like, why are you even tweeting about it if it doesn't matter? Yeah, I and mean, that's such a Dodger thing. Like you guys, either be in on the win, wins and losses, or be out. But you know the whole when we beat you, it doesn't matter. But like when you beat us, like oh we stink. You, you guys figure it the fuck out. It's Dodger pathetic, fans. honestly. Like yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's hilarious. We sweeped your ass, and it felt great. And uh, I mean, we're seven and three versus the Dodgers this year. Complain about injuries all you fucking want. Complain about bullshit excuses. Like, that is part of sports, by the way. Who's ever on the field, that's who fucking plays the game, and you either win or you lose. Yeah, also, too, look at their pitching staff. We had three games yeah. against the Dodgers. Kershaw and Bauer. Yeah, Bauer, last night, <laughs> after he took out, after he let those two home runs go, he was electric. He was shutting Agreed. guys down. And we he were had, nine, that, he had yeah. fucking nine strikeouts after yeah. that. Nine fucking strikeouts. He struck out nine guys. That right there shows you, wow, they have a really good pitching staff. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We fucking won yeah. and beat you in that. Yeah, no. It's and a, hitting is down, quote yeah. unquote. Embarrassing that you wouldn't be upset about being swept. And you'd rather like be like, oh, you guys are taking June so seriously. Instead of being upset that you lost three games in a row. Oh, makes yeah. no sense. If this was flipped, oh, we'd be so so pissed. Fans, I feel like we get it, and they don't. No, but that's very much LA and San Diego. That's why I live here, not up there. Exactly. Final thoughts on the <laughs> dichotomy between the San Diego Padres and the Dodgers, whom the Padres just swept. I, just I actually wanna don't remember what I said. Put that go ahead. There. <laughs> uh, we were just talking on sidebar about. Um, you know, what's once we stop recording, we don't stop talking. No, no, we it's, continue it's what's non-stop. going on. <laughs> But the dichotomy of the Dodger fans... By the way, love the word of, dichotomy. By the of way. the same guy who was tweeting, oh yeah, Padres are having a parade. Also, he's tweeting, oh yeah, well oh, we, yes. we got nine World Series. Oh yeah, do you? Because before last year, I think the last one was 1988. Like, yeah. So that's a ways back. And then, yikes, we, we, I mean, I gotta get Wikipedia out to figure out when the Brooklyn Dodgers won when, you know... Tickets were a penny, and you could buy 
a hot dog and pizza, yeah. or it, pizza might not have been invented. I don't know. And like I was saying, it's the same argument a Yankee fan makes with right. their success. Oh, well, we had Babe Ruth. Yeah. You know, it's like... <laughs> Great. We get 26 world titles. Like, yeah, when yeah, was the do. last time and you guys were even in the World Series? Exactly. <laughs> How long has baseball been fucking around? Okay, yeah. You guys could have, what was it, like eight, nine years where you guys just won every World Series? I'm expecting you to have the most World yeah. Series rings. Yes. But you know what? I'm not it's fucking. It's been a good 15, 20 years. Exactly. I'm not going back. Well, in 1808, <laughs> yeah. we won the World yeah. Series. Oh, the Cubs won in, you know, 1908. So yes. should I be stoked on that? Now I will say that that goes to the pedigree of the game of the of the team themselves. Sure, yeah. I'm not I will not we'll knock, knock you that. on that. But I will knock you on oh, our last World Series eighty eight. Well yeah. fuck you. That does not matter. No, no. What have you done yeah. recently that's exactly. successful? We got <laughs> the dude is like, I got nine World Series, you got zero. It's like, dude. At least be alive for some of the World Series exactly. that you're gonna take credit for. Yes, that's a great eighteen sixty five, you know, the when the baseball was made of, you know, horse skin. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Just saying. Your great-great-grandfather might have a bone to pick. Yeah. With but us. he also had, you know, a short lifespan probably. Yeah. So. And he rode the horse that the baseball was made out of. But what can we say? Um, so that's, you know, we'll see some that. I could talk about Padres' daughters all day, as PB could. Of course. And as we get closer to, you know, when shit gets real... I mean, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. This conversation is only going to enhance. We might even meet them in the promised land. I won't say, you know, maybe, maybe not. Just saying. But phenomenal series from the pods. Exceptional series. We're on a great seven-game win streak. I'm on a high. The crowd, all seven games, I think it was 40,000-plus every time. I got to say, and again, if you listen to our podcast or you don't, but I got to (laughs) say, God bless our fans because – We've that, elevated our fans. Exactly. I, I, I just want to say, like, I know this doesn't really matter, but fuck, I felt it. Thank you guys so much. It matters. It makes me feel... I felt this... I think everyone in there would... It'd be interesting, actually, to bring in, you know, people who have been at the game and just, what's your experience been like? Yeah. Because it is different. It's way I mean, different. I used to work down there. It was definitely not that when Ryan Schiff was playing second base. Tell you that. <laughs> this is a whole different vibe. And when we were, you know, going up on the Dodgers in the last inning, fighting back... Because the way this team plays, we're never fucking out of it. That's right. The crowd is high five, and everyone's in, man. Fucking, I'm all in. All in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving into the NBA, uh, we got conference finals, man. So we're getting close to, you know, crowning a champion, and it is an interesting group of teams. I don't want to sound mean. <laughs> All right, hold on. Well, anytime you start oh, yeah. the I'm gonna sound like an uh, delivery asshole. like that. I mean, Jesus Christ. Basketball takes fucking forever <laughs> to, like... Well, it's because every round is a seven-game oh, series. Oh, that's so great. It's just prolonging it. And it's, you know what? Maybe that's why I don't watch basketball that much. Maybe. But it does allow us multiple sports at once. So I, that I, you can appreciate. I, I fucking love that. Right. So... I mean, we got that on tonight, right? We, got, we do. We got Suns. So it's Suns and Clippers... Suns are up 2-0. Game 3 is going on tonight. Tonight's Thursday. And we got Hawks and Bucks on the other side. And the Hawks just, uh, they're up 1-0 on a, you know, road win to start out the series. Very interesting matchups. Um, to this one, I wanted to touch on how we got here, though, because there was the Nets were, you know, playing the Bucks in Game 7. There's two Game 7s, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um did you see any of those? Nope. Okay. 
I'll be um, honest. Yeah, I'm no. be honest. That's hey. That's what I'm here for. That's I'm, right. I'm the NBA guy. That's so. right. Thank God. <laughs> so I'll chime in. The Bucks Nets game seven was awesome. It was in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant had nearly the game winner turnaround three pointer. Foot was on the line. They go into OT. Uh, Bucks kind of pull away there at the end. Not pull away, but they were ahead. And uh, Durant, they're up two, and Durant tried another shot, airballed it, out of bounds, no time left. That sucks. Bucks move on, but the replay, I mean, so close to Kevin Durant having the game-winning three. And it was an incredible shot, too, but the favorite, Brooklyn Nets, due to injury, whatever, out. That Bucks sucks. move on, who have been... Electric. You know, yeah, they've been good the last couple of years, and they haven't been able to get to this point, so... They're in the conference finals now, and then, uh, man, the Hawks and Sixers was a wild one. And there's a lot of talk on this one because, basically, the fourth quarter collapse of the Sixers is attributed to Ben Simmons, their superstar guy. They've invested in the process. Yes. A lot of people saying the process is dead. I did watch this a little bit, yep. Because Ben Simmons is afraid to shoot the ball. And uh, can't make a free throw. So, basically, the play that put this all into motion, he had he did a spin move on whoever was guarding him, and he had a layup, easy layup, yeah. passed it up. So, because people think he thought he was going to get fouled, have to go to the free throw line, can't make a free throw, doesn't have the confidence to make one. So, he dished it off, and then that guy who got fouled missed both free throws. So it put the whole game into a weird spin, mm-hmm. and then it became clear, like, hey, Ben Simmons isn't confident to uh, shoot the ball. And then they looked at all the stats. He'd only shot three times in the fourth quarter, the entire, all oh, really? all seven games. So, What a fucking asshole. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, now it's become, are the Sixers going to trade Ben Simmons because he can't do it? And he kind of has this yips, so to speak. You know, catchers have yips. Uh, ben Simmons has the yips to shoot the ball, apparently, so. I don't, I mean, I always think of, I mean, I, you know, that's a really interesting take from you. Like, if you're, like, yips are real fucking, that's right. a real thing. It's a, and, it's a mental thing for sure. Exactly. And I wouldn't say it's yips, if you will, because, I mean, he's, I'm kind of getting fixated on the yips, but, um, if you're not willing to fucking take the game in, into your hands and you've been invested like Ben Simmons has, again, I'm not a huge basketball fan, but I do try to keep up on some things and I know how much they've invested into him and kind of, hey, the we'll, process. Exactly. Yep. Like, we'll work around you, but yep. we want you and to Embiid. build. Yep. And um, that in itself, like, if you're not able to deliver, as I've said prior in prior episodes, is. I always think three seasons is really good to get an understanding of where that player is at. And if you're not doing it at that moment, you got to get the fuck out. I think you have to trade him. There needs to be a pivot. And again, I watched a little bit of that 76ers game and you know, it just, that's, I'd love to see those stats. You know, I mean, it was, so I, uh, this is, he was three for three, but I think they're all like dunks or layups. So it's not, he he didn't really shoot the ball. Yeah, which to me is that's that's getting the ball close and guaranteeing a, a point for yourself. Yeah, right. Which is bullshit. He's six ten. You know, like, it's not dude, like... figure it the fuck out. Is there <laughs> right. is it, th- there has to be a disconnect at one point? Like, where is where is that disconnect? And you need to figure the fuck out. Are you? 
Are you chilling because there's this whole persona around you of, hey, we'll work around you. Like, you know, in your mind, I'm, I'm fucking good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Basketball to me is so, it's so interesting because, uh, you know, with baseball, you have so many people around you that can kind of push you and do this and do that. With basketball, yeah. I feel like more it's, individual. it's more individual, but also the, the team itself is smaller and the people around you are more like it's not as broad as baseball yeah. or football in that sense. Right. And again, I I don't that's more of like a personal thing, but well to that point, Stephen A Smith came not that Stephen A Smith is, you know, knows it all or whatever, but yes. I believe him when he says like he has a source from a specific team or whatever that comes sure. and texted him something. So he said on first take that he got a text from somebody somebody within the Philadelphia organization that was like Ben Simmons doesn't listen to anybody, doesn't work that hard, and, like, that's just the type of player he is. And the results of the I game... Could, I tell him to go fuck himself. ...are, you know, it would, it would make sense. It, it would make sense of yeah. why the guy can't... It's like, he's kind of, you know, he's a, he was the number one overall pick. Probably has that ego about him. And, you know, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm just saying, when you're at that peak of athleticism and you're the number one pick and, like, we're going to build this team around you, here's a giant contract... You might not be listening to people also, around you anymore. Also, look where he plays. Like, Philly's tough. Yeah. Well, I, that's why he's going to have to get the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, I always talk about the teams, you know, East Coast, Midwest. Philly's like, a very tough city. Exactly. And to be a, a... Passionate fan base. Well, it's a passionate fan base that has skin in the game. Yeah. And... Those diehard fans are, I fucking am investing in you (laughs) with my money for season tickets, my time to watch you, and those fans are ruthless. Oh, definitely. And, you know, that's a horrible thing to hear about a player. I hate hearing that. And, dude, you need to... Someone needs to punch him in the face and just tell him to fuck around. Or like, you need to figure it well, out. Well, I think that reflection or that... Uh, Mentality, uh, if you will. No. That... Uh, well, yes. But whatever that Philadelphia front office person like sure. sent out, that's now... like Teams are going to think that's who you are. What, whether it's true or not. Um, like He said that for a reason, for sure. And like he's saying it's you and A because he knows he's going to push it out yeah. there. Um, and I think that makes it a clear designation that Ben Simmons is probably gone and honestly I don't know if Ben Simmons will really even change that much he'll probably just be the same because he still is a good player he's not a great player but there's that now there's that stigma around him exactly and that's very hard right that's very hard to fight off and unless unless you fucking like hunker down like Rocky in the Alps like just fucking hunker down and you start working on your on your craft and you come out on another. I mean, if I, if I, total segue here. If I, if I'm Ben Simmons and I'm in his position, and I know we're focusing a lot on Ben Simmons here, but if I'm Ben Simmons and that's me, and I get traded, the first thing I'm going is, man, I fucked up. Right. And if he doesn't, again, you said it. Like he may have this persona of like, hey, this is who I am. I'm rich. Fuck you guys. Like, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm good. I'm just here for a check, but. Uh, for those who really love the game, there's a time where it's like, you know what? I need to figure this out. And mm-hmm. I, 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 
you know what, Ben, I hope there's a, I hope you have people around you who are fighting for you and that are willing to bring you up and say, Hey, you, you can do this. Mm -hmm. You know, who knows where his confidence is at. Right. Right. And well, I think it's probably low is that like, that would be the only reason you're not shooting the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I, Um, I agree. But again, you know what? It's basketball, Ben. I don't know much about you, but bro, you got to figure it out. <laughs> you want to end I, it there? <laughs> no, I, I had something to say about it. Um, ah, I lost it, but um, I think he'll be gone. Uh, oh, this is what I want to say. Sure. Got it back. Hey! <laughs> I'm old, I'm, I'm not that old, exactly. So they... First, I wanted to give credit to Ben Simmons because after the game he said, I played bad this series. Like, it's pretty much on me. So that's respect. Like, you at least acknowledge. And you you didn't misplace blame. No, it was genuine. Okay, good. Um, And then the other point was they asked Joel Embiid, who's the other star. They've Mm. been building behind Simmons and Embiid. Um, That's the process. And they asked Embiid, like, what was the turning point of the game? And... He said, honestly, it was when we had a wide open layup and that individual passed up the ball for so like that basically the play I just said. Yeah. So like it affected him that much where he's like, you know what, I'm not covering his ass. Like we're gonna address this because this is how I feel. And honestly, it felt like the turning point of the game because it added a different element of like, what is Ben Simmons doing? Not that it was like that obvious at the time, but looking back, it's like You're your fellow players have lost confidence. Where's in the aggression on that move? Well, also, but, you, I mean, look at it. Right. You and I were playing together, right. and I saw someone do that. I think I'd look at you and go, fuck that, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, right. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try and, we'll push a little harder to try and get Or this. you'd be like, hey, what are you doing, man? Like, go up. Go up yeah. in the layup. I'd be like, all right. Um, yeah, and he may be that person that, like, someone says that and he shuts down. Yeah, right. Or he's like, you know, get away from me. Like, I know what I'm doing. I'm the number so, one overall pick. Go fuck Anyways, that's the, kind of the big storyline coming out of the semifinals. Now we got the, you know, Clippers. Oh, shit. <laughs> Paul George from half court. Looks like it's good. Dude, uh, Kawhi drained four- a fucking badass three. That's why I went. Kawhi? Kawhi's not playing. Oh, no. He's not? No. Oh. Um, Maybe it was on the sideline and I thought on the out of bounds and I thought he shot it yeah <laughs> but uh so Suns and four guys in jeopardy because Clippers are up right now Hawks are up 1-0 on the Bucks so that's gonna be an interesting series either way however whoever wins the NBA finals it will be a team that hasn't done it in a really long time or ever the Clippers and the Suns have never won it so one of those teams will have a chance to win it for the first time that'll be fucking cool I love that I'm kind of in on the Suns honestly I like the way they play I think they play. I mean, I've watched a couple of their games. I like how they play because they play really aggressive. They and, play as a team as well. Yeah, and which you I, don't really see in the NBA. No, and I guess that's why I see it as aggressive because I'm seeing a lot of opportunities from different yeah. guys taking shots, mm-hmm. and you have guys playing, coming back, playing on defense. Like they're playing very well rounded, and exactly. I guess how for me that's when I mean aggressive, mm-hmm. where you're not playing where. I, you know, you're settling back. We're just taking shots, and hopefully, we get some guys down, and we're playing aggressive defense. For me, you guys got guys. Yeah, again, I I just yeah I, I like the Suns. I like the Clippers too, of course. You know, I do not screw the Clippers, but Kawhi. Yeah, love Kawhi. It's I unfortunate. Like Kawhi. It's unfortunate. He, I think he he tore his ACL, so that sucks. But no, I didn't know that. Um, not confirmed, but 
they think it's also I think it was Nev Nemeko. But I'm hoping Suns Bucks finals. It would be a the one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. <laughs> but It'd be cool I think to that's though. I think that's a cool matchup though. At least you got Giannis versus you know Booker and Paul mm-hmm. and Chris Middleton. I think those are good enough players to like make a you know make me tune in, make people tune in. So I'll we'll definitely see. try and watch more. Yeah, we'll get, maybe we'll get PB turned in. We'll see. There's of course a TV in our office, so I throw golf on whenever we can, you know, just to have it as background noise. But I mean, you know, the U.S. Open was. I thought it was great. I, I, was, I was locked in. Sunday time. Sunday was a great day for golf at 100%. the U.S. Open, and 100%. you know, I I watched the majority of uh, Sunday, and it seemed like a lot of guys were. Struggling. Struggling. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I saw and I thought was very interesting was uh, Bryson. Yeah, that's T-shirt exactly mode. what I was going to bring up. Well, because I mean, he imploded. He, well, uh, let, hold on, hold on. Okay. He, he, that night, <laughs> I mean, this oh. is the, this oh, is this the is Saturday so night. This is the type of player Bryson is. Bryson had a dream or an, a vision, as he said, oh, of him correcting his hand placement on his swing and Bryson is very like meticulous with how he plays golf yeah and this guy literally came out on Sunday and changed his whole golf hand swing and the guy <laughs> was in the possibly lead. go wrong the guy was in the oh, lead yeah. for maybe three or no, four he was, crushing it. he was on top for a, a while exactly and you know <laughs> just it the fact bad. that someone had the opportunity to go, yeah, let me just correct my hands before Unreal. I go into the last day of the tournament. Come on! Oh, I, I'm a shitty golfer. I'm not, I'm not correcting my grip. And so then, what's he doing? And then, I don't know if you saw this, on there was, I think, the 17th, maybe the 15th through 17th, one of those holes. So he just, he fucking shot one into the rough. He stayed in the rough again, went into a bunker, overloaded it, went over oh, yeah. the green. He scalded it out of the bunker, and I go, hey, that looks like one of my shots. And That's someone exactly what I said. Someone videoed it and showed all of his shots and made the comment of, and I started laughing my ass off when he said it, Bryson DeChambeau is, is looking like every scratch golfer in the United yeah, States. He was all over the Dude, place. he... He had one hole where he got a seven and one hole where he got an eight. Yeah, in man. one it's... trip, I was like, "Jesus." Dude. Yeah, I don't know what happened. He went know. from five under to like minus one. Yeah, he, was... he had a bad ending, and I, 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 again. And on the opposite side of that, John Rom, unbelievable! What an electric finish that guy. He, you know, because we talked about last episode when he was up six strokes, I think, and yep. he was removed because of COVID. That dude, you know, you could have folded because, yeah, you faced that kind of adversity. He came out and took that tournament. It was sick. He did. And um, I don't know if you watched Saturday, but Saturday he actually didn't have a very good day. Mm-hmm. Um, he biggest thing that he had an issue with on Saturday was his putting. He could not dial in. Which is funny because that was like his strongest point. Exactly. Right. He I mean, there was, I think it was 15, 15 where he actually three or four putted it mm. on 15. Kind of a rough, uh, it's a par three or par four. It's kind of like a rough hole. 
Um, but he, dude, he a lot of those holes are yeah. But like holes. how that yeah, yeah. how that T is it? It actually kind of slopes in the middle, and then you have the T. And um, can you imagine us out there? Oh, I, mean, I would Jesus be quadrupling. Be out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't go in the hole. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be it. fun. No, I'd be like, can I pick that up? Okay, go. <laughs> yeah. um, is that a gimme? Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sunday his putts were exceptional. I mean he. He definitely. Yeah. I, I, it's it, a one in the tournament. Exactly, and I really liked at the end of the at the end of the tournament when he was doing his interview. I mean, he he talked about his impact with COVID and yep. how he got affected with that win that he definitely would have yep. won, and it it just shows you the type. Of, I'm a big John Rom guy now because of the way that he speaks about himself, but also about the experiences the, that he has. I mean, after the after the round, he. Spoke about COVID. He actually had a caddy friend that passed away from mm. COVID. I mean, you know, I, I know we're talking about COVID, but that just kind of shows you this guy's had a lot of shit yeah. happen. And golf makes you root for him. Golf, like any sport, has such a mental effect, oh, and he's yeah. able to stay strong and do that. And also, just the cherry on top. I know I'm talking a lot about this, but John Rom actually was prepping <laughs> for a playoff. Right, and I know. he was. Yeah. He was at the driving range, and I, I just thought it was very cool that Phil Mickelson was there just watching him, you know, because him and John Rahm, I guess, are very close. And he's talking with his wife, his brand-new yep. baby, and they're just watching him be successful. And I don't know, I just, for me as a as a fan of any sport, that, that tip of the cap from Phil, I mean, we've all grown up yeah. with Phil, and just that tip of the cap from a veteran player, I think is so badass. Dodgers made an error. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice conclusion. Oh, oh no way, <laughs> Rizzo. Well, we'll see. But uh, there was two putts that Rom had that were just incredible. From going, you know, just a classic like something that you could probably never do yourself. Um, and there was one on like fourteen to get a birdie, and then there was like on eighteen to take the lead, and then put all the pressure on Oost Oosthuizen. I can't pronounce his name. Have you heard him talk? Yeah. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> Have you heard him scream four? No. Four. It's like that, man. I'll have to YouTube oh it. god. But on eighteen was great because the crowd is just waiting for something like that to happen. So yeah. Like, yeah. And maybe it's just the crowds being back that's you know getting me fired up yeah. for episode twenty four. But those two putts were incredible. I put all the pressure on Oostoisen, whatever his name is. You know, sue me if I'm saying it wrong. And you know he went. Whatever, goes ob, on his, seventeen on seventeen, and yep. that's what did him in. Yeah, that one shot, and my dad looked at me. He goes, "That's gonna cost him the whole damn thing." Yeah, that was really tough. That I, I was, you know, what I was rooting for. I was rooting for a playoff. Yeah, but um, once he hit it was, out of bounds, yeah, I, I, I wasn't mad after those two putts by Rom. Though. I was like, he just like that's he went out there and took it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, with Huzabin, however you want to say it, he. Uh, <laughs> He, um, I mean, he still had an opportunity to play par. Louis. Yeah, yeah, let's just say Louis. Yeah. He had still had an opportunity to play par on 17, and then he just had to hit a birdie yeah, on 18. Yeah, he kind of, yeah, he kind of. That mentality, go. once he hit it out of bounds. Yeah, done. it was kind of like, oh, shit, now I have to do this, 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 and it kind of, you could see it like. And he's got a push, too. Like, when he drove at 18, mm-hmm. you could tell he was pushing it. Like, I need to get this yeah. fucking close, so. Came Again. down to like a magical chip in that didn't happen and yep. Rom won and yep. 
So he takes the uh, U.S. Open in freaking San Diego, California. Oh, what a beautiful time. Exceptional. And also, too, I don't know if you noticed this. I know they talked about it a lot. He's got engaged here. Mm. Like he got, oh, yeah, yeah. He got He's engaged like, He, he said San Diego's my spot. Exactly. Like, I hope good he fucking happens. moves here yeah. so I can go play golf with them and yeah. get a whole thing. He seems like a Coronado guy. Sign him up. I don't think so. I feel like he's a La Jolla guy. He can go, he can go wherever he wants. That's true. He's. I wonder. What, do you know what the purse was? No. It's probably like it's what, a, it's seven a handsome or son. ten. It's a handsome sum. I'm thinking it's seven <laughs> or ten. Nothing um, I got. So. Beautiful. Um, yeah, that's all I got on that end. That was great. You know, we uh, so going over the topics as a peanut does. Padres, Dodgers, Padres, Reds, reopening of Padres. This is a Padres-heavy episode because, you Joey know, Votto we're... Joey hates us. We're following... <laughs> Joey Votto makes little girls cry, apparently. And then apologizes with various autographs. And that's fine. Shout out to him. But the Padres, man, we're on a nice little tear. Sweeping your Reds if you're out there in Cincinnati listening. Sorry. You know, you were in the way. That's your problem. Dodger fans. <laughs> Baby. At your freaking neck. That's right. And you guys can whine, complain, make excuses, but the L remains the same. So tack it on to your side of the standings. And we're right, breathing down your freaking neck. And we always will be. Yeah, the rivalry. And it feels so is... good. Oh, yeah. No, no. You know, I'm starting to think it's not a rivalry. We're winning all the games. Yeah, exactly. They're, you know, they're losers. Right. So what can we say? Maybe there isn't. I don't know. Yeah. What was Logan's I, argument? I'm like, just talking shit. Well, when there's a oh, lot. Yeah. When you're extremely successful and then you have a team come up, I don't really think if you want to call that as a rivalry. <laughs> well, guess what? We're kicking the shit out yeah. of you, so. How many, so, yeah, if we go, you know, 15 and 3 is. Is it know. a rivalry? Or no, is no, it, no, we're, we're not, just we're not up to scale yet. No, no, so, of course. So, you know, a little background of our hatred of the Dodgers <laughs> and uh, those who cheer for them. Most. There's some good ones out there, but, you know. Whatever. Then we went to the... <laughs> I'm, I'm so stoked still on that series. <laughs> but uh, then we go into the NBA. There's a lot going on. Playoff-wise, we're cracking down, getting close to the finals. We'll see how game three goes. Does Suns and four guy keep his brand rolling? Oh, I don't know. Man. He's in trouble tonight. He is. But, I mean, I'm really pulling for that guy specifically just so he can keep doing his shit. <laughs> he's, he's been riding it out. And keep going to games. Yeah. And then uh, John Rahm won in the U.S. Open. Exceptional episode. I loved it. It was great. Exceptional. Yeah, man. Padres Beyond are... satisfactory. <laughs> Energy. All, no, yeah, all-time high. Oh, yeah. It After just... a long week. It doesn't matter. When you step in this room, you, we ourselves step to the plate. That's right. And give us your fucking best. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's what we did. And you know what? We need your best with comments, likes, interacting with the page, getting excited for next week. Next week's episode is going to be pretty. Oh, yeah. We got got something big. Yeah, we got something cooking, if you will. Um, Yeah, I love that. But again, get those reviews up on our Instagram, also on our Apple, Spotify, uh, all of our platforms that we're on. Help us grow, man. Exactly. We're, We're trying to do is. Everything we can to get out there, and I think we're doing a pretty yeah, good we're, job. Yeah, we're climbing, it. but we just need that extra push and the extra push, and eventually we gotta pay Doc. That's right. what we gotta do. <laughs> we gotta pay Doc, <laughs> and, and you know what? We can't do it alone. We can't, we can't do it alone. <laughs> but for episode twenty-four, sports banter. Out.